Welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Werner. And I'm Brandon Murray. And we're about to get into I don't know if I should say my action. last name. Brandon didn't want to say his last name. <laughs> he's like, a, he, he's going undercover. Uh, continue, Eric. <laughs> well, we're about to get into some symbiote action with episode number two. Uh, we, we stepped on Eric's toes. I, I'm telling you, because we say our first names. The, the thing was, when we first started doing our DC Comics podcast, I, I said to Eric, are we going to make like a funny names and stuff for each other, <laughs> like how they used to do it? That's like old school. Where you'd be you like, know uh, I don't play games like that. Yeah, Eric said, so, Yes, and, and you, I don't even like to say my full name, but that kind of was a thing. So there you go. Brandon Murray, the, the cat is out of the bag there. Yeah. You are was, Brandon, uh, <laughs> you're Brandon of Buffalo there. But yes, right. w- welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I'm going to go through some things here. We are on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We're on Podbean at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.podbean.com. And we're on iTunes at Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Uh, if you do get the show down, Download it. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd rate and review it, but you don't have to. We we never want to twist anybody's arm. So if you like what you hear, you can do that. Uh, as of right now, I am learning, relearning all of the things involved with getting your podcast caught on all these different services and things. I said to Eric before uh, we even called you, Brandon, that usually I think that you're on iTunes, everything's going to catch, yeah, and everything's going to go. Not the case. Not the no. case. So uh, we will get Apparently that. there's work behind everything. There really? is, and I forgot really? all about it. So <laughs> I'm reading these articles that I read five years ago again to try to uh, get everything up. Are but, they still pink in your browser? Uh, no, they they do. <laughs> I have like six computers since then. So uh, and, and even then, even before, now at least you can have that like constant Google search thing that follows you around and things. Sometimes yeah. that's not the greatest of things. Right. Uh, yeah. Some of the stuff Scary. following Eric around. It's nonsense. He, he doesn't need Chatterbait like following him around everywhere he goes. doesn't bother you when you can't see it. Oh, that's true. But, yeah, really, he doesn't know what he's looking at. Uh, but, yeah, he thought he was watching Chatterbait. It was actually a security camp from the New York subway. Eric said with his Sexy. pants down, a bunch of homeless guys and a guy playing the harmonica. Eric just thinks they're very talented cam girls. Uh, but, yes, we are here uh, on our second episode, and we're here to talk about Venom. Uh, Venom number one came out uh, this past week, and we're going through this. A lot of people, and I do want to spell it out, a lot of people asked us how this podcast was going to work. Uh, you know, we have a DC Comics podcast, if you're not aware. If you just came and listened to this, we do have a DC Comics podcast called, amazingly, the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. So yeah, we're not very clever. Uh, but yeah, it's just that easy, folks. But uh, with that, that podcast gets very long. It can be up to 12 hours long. It, it's not as much anymore. This podcast is not designed to do that. You're never going to hear God. us say, we'll, we'll all, we'll brag about the DC one. Like, oh, we, we review every DC book that came out. We're never going to do that with this one. This is going to be a little more loosey goosey. Me, Eric and Brandon are basically going to focus on the fresh start books. Uh, and eventually there'll be a couple. I was plotting out. Brandon had already plotted out what was coming down the line. I decided to do the same just to see what was going on. And it does look like the most that we would ever have to do is five books uh, in one show up until August. So we have that. And most of the time it's three. And we're, we're trying to keep it, you know, reasonable. 
Uh, we we have right. heard that a lot of people don't like nine to ten hour podcasts, though some people do. I, I think that we have yeah. found that out as well. Uh, but this one is not going to be that uh, so far. But if you do want to listen to some other non uh, Fresh Start books, like I said, Eric, Fresh Start, give it to Fresh me. Start. Fresh Start. We're, we're going to focus on those. But the Marvel Madness podcast that Trevitt and Double A Ron do, they'll have more uh, of the other books as well. But yeah, so this week we have one book. It's going to be Venom number one. I'll give you the stats here before we jump in. It's Venom number one, written by Donnie Cates, art by Ryan Stegman, J.P. Mayer, Frank Martin, V.C.'s Clayton Cowles. A new series by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. And then the exclamation point there. All right. In the wake of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s collapse, an ancient and primordial evil has been awakened beneath the streets of New York. And with it, something equally evil is awakened in the most wicked of web slingers, Venom. Still a lethal protector of the innocents in New York, this never-before-seen threat could force Venom to relinquish everything it holds dear, including Eddie Brock. Join two of the hottest creators in comics today, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman, for a Venom adventure a thousand years in the making. Now, uh, I had mentioned the last issue that... Getting towards doing this podcast before we even thought we were going to do a podcast. I talked to Brandon and I said, you know, what are some of the, the books that I should be reading to get ready for this fresh start just as a reader? And I have a fresh start. And if I remember, Brandon pretty much told me don't even bother with the Venom books leading up to it because they are kind of a mess. I yeah. didn't take his advice. Uh, yeah. And I read them. I, I did go through most. I did. Don't be yeah. all about it. Yeah, I did. So this is the problem is, Eric, you are part of this uh, narrative as well, because what I did not read, I did not read Venom Space Night. I thought to myself, okay, that seems very far removed from what I think yeah. we're going to get. Yeah. But, Eric, you did. You did read and review some of that and liked it. Uh, and that was Robbie Thompson's Venom Space Night with Flash Thompson. Now, when I started reading Venom, the first thing that you asked me was, well, who's Venom now? And yeah. it, it has <laughs> changed. We have gone through since that Robbie Thompson Venom Space Night. That ended. Then you had Mike Costa's Venom started up. And for six issues, it was Lee Price. And, yeah. and dealt with that. that yeah. Some stuff. brand new random military dude they, yeah. they created. And, and with that, it dealt a lot with Black Cat. Uh, there was a lot, and it only lasted that six issues because they went then. Legacy hit, legacy numbering, boom, right to 150. And then you had Eddie Brock. You had Eddie Brock show up. And with that, the story uh, got real crazy. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, this story involved, if you haven't read it, it involved dinosaur people. Uh, below New York City, <laughs> it, it, it involved. Just uh, imagine, Jim was telling me all everything. I'm he's trying to tell about him about it. Oh, hey, what are you reading about? What's going on with Eddie Brock these days? Oh, he's down below New York in a sub subterranean world with dinosaurs. I'm saying, there's I'm dinosaur out. people, and and with that, you get a lot of crossovers. For what little bit of issues you had, you had the Poison X and Venom Inc. crossover. You also had tons, and this is what I was trying to tell Eric earlier. Uh, and I, I think you'd agree, Brandon. The book just always seemed to want to rely on guest stars. You, you'd have uh, yeah. the guest star. It was the we, the month, the guest of the month. I mean, you had Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur show up. You had Spider <laughs> Woman along. Craven. You had all yeah. of these people show up. Yeah, I even forgot that Craven. Nobody deal. I care about is what you're telling hey, me. Craven came to hunt the dinosaur people and then started hunting Venom, Eric. But no, it, it got it, I mean, it got really wonky. 
Uh, and one of the things that I would say leading into this, and one of the reasons why I think I'm going to be a little more positive than you guys, I'm not a Venom guy. Uh, I'll, I'll stop talking in a minute, and you guys can kind of tell everybody what type of history you have with Venom and whatnot. But since I'm not a Venom guy, and this is what I got, I jump in and mainly get this Mike Costa's Venom. It, it was goofy. It seemed to really want to tie Venom fully into being a hero in the Marvel Universe, and it just seemed goofy. So when I went yeah. into this Donnie Cates, and this Donnie Cates book, though, I'm going to tell you, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect first issue. Uh, it actually has the kind of feel of what I thought the Venom book would would have when I jumped in to read to get to this, this horror feel, a very dark book. It wasn't a very dark book uh, from what I was reading coming no, into this. No, for a long time. No, and, and, and when we do get into it, you have this thing where at the end of Mike Costa's run, which just ended, uh, you had him dealing with Alchemex, this Liz Allen, this Dr. Steven, who were trying to cure. They had a cure for the symbiote. They were trying to – and at the end, the symbiote spawned had a baby. And out of nowhere, it a just baby. ended. A baby. A baby. But also, it, he seemed to really be getting to the point where the symbiote was good to go. Everything was going to be great. He's kind of teaching them to be a good, you know, a good symbiote. And they're going. And then you just kind of stop that and restart. And I, I read Brandon's review. Brandon has a review. I'll mention that, too. On Mondays, when this podcast comes out, you can also go over to our website, which is weirdsciencedccomics.com, and we do have a bunch of Marvel reviews up on Mondays. We kind of put the DC aside for a Monday, uh, do some uh, Marvel reviews, and Brandon did do this, and I did hear him, and basically one of Brandon's issues will be that you keep going back to the same, you know, you keep going back to the well with them. But tell us, Brandon, what is your background with Venom? Oh, yeah. I mean, what I'm a 90s child, so, uh, you know, (laughs) when these books were coming out, it was like Todd McFarlane Venom days, and and I was hooked. I was hooked with that Venom. Uh, Well, you know, he's different than we had ever seen before. This whole idea that the black alien, like, anti-heroes was a new concept. Exactly. And Spawn hadn't even come out yet. So when Venom showed up with this whole monstrous look as like a a villain to Spider-Man, having the same powers and even negating the idea of the spider sense, it was a cool idea. Just even, you know, as if you're, when you're a young kid, seeing Venom for the first time, just those monstrous jaws and the tongue coming out, I'm like, you know what? You're sold right away just because he's cool looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's exactly why I was hooked. I had the toys, you know, the Spider-Man toys, the Venom toys and shit like that. And, you know, college days, comic books went away for a bit and then they came back and uh, I went to Venom eventually. And it was uh, a little before Space Night time. uh, So, you know, Flash kind of had the suit and I caught up on why uh, Eddie lost it and all that nonsense. Uh, And then and then Space Night started and, and I was hesitant about that story. And then I got you know, really into it. But that's when they started playing with this whole, like, you know, we're going to cure this uh, symbiote nonsense because this one, this particular one is corrupted. Yeah. And, you know, like th- they go to this planet and they, they start revealing all this stuff about uh, these things they call the Clintars, which are their race. And they're basically, you know, uh, these creatures that aren't, you know, evil, inherently evil, like kind of Venom acted uh, in his early days, especially. And, um, you know, they, they don't have any sort of literature, no art, no music, no culture. They're, they're all about the hosts that they take, take on. So then we get into, you know, 
back and forth lately the last year and a half or so uh, of like, again, constantly running through this concept of, oh, it's corrupted. Oh, let's heal it. Yeah. And I I think I listed in my review like four times in the last year. This thing has gone through like being corrupt and then healed, being corrupt and then healed. And and it's just driving me crazy. And now we're almost like back to that concept again a little bit. It feels like that seems like that's my my pretty much only beef with it. But but it's it's, you know. We'll get into that more later, yeah, but, yeah. The, but that's where I'm at with the whole character. I'm, it's like feels like a Groundhog Day concept that keeps repeating itself, and I'm stuck in this loop. Now, right? How about you, Eric? Oh, it's essentially the same thing that Brandon said. I stopped reading way earlier than he did because he got like I got back on the Space Knight stuff for a few issues. This when we started the Marvel Mondays and whatnot, but like you know, I like the early like the first appearances of Venom when, like you said, when Todd McFarlane was still doing Spider Man. And then, like, the last thing, I, and also the animated series was a big help with that as well. Like, you know, there was always featuring Venom, the whole Venom, yeah, Venom like, you know, saga episodes. of that was really cool when you're a kid watching that. But the last thing I even remember reading, I think Eddie Brock had, like, a brain tumor and was selling yeah. his symbiote. And then I fell off after that until recently. And, uh, you know, I periodically I saw that Matt Gargan was these, uh, was Venom with a yeah, scorpion tail. I thought that was time. cool. But this is pretty much the first jump in, you know almost 20 years just being like you know right on with just venom himself yeah yeah and and i said to eric uh i'm not a spider-man guy i never really read a lot of spider-man so it would be very odd i said i wonder how many guys and there there's probably eric has a friend who kind of seems to be a venom guy who's not a spider-man guy yeah just, when we were kids, just yeah. seems wrong to me though it seems like you'd have <laughs> to at least start as a spider-man guy to oh, no, kind of no. get oh, into venom spider-man kids it's just when venom came out it really hit all of us young kids pretty yeah. hard when he came out everybody just like you know i love this character yeah. he loves it so much like you know i even wanted to change things up where i'm like you know what yeah you're you're a venom guy i'm more of a i'm more of a carnage guy yeah because i think he's <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. just some bullshit you do with taking that like, extra edge yeah exactly yeah and and with that like i said it, it's weird to me because seeing venom and all these books and obviously the movies coming out that has a big thing to do with it as well uh, it shocks me how popular Venom is, especially just the sales of it. I actually sent Brandon a message today because I just wanted to look. And I'm thinking of Venom being like – at, at this point in my reading of Marvel and things like that, I do kind of tie it into, say, what I would think a Batman uh, book or a DC book would be because you have Spider-Man, the big thing. So this would be like a Bane book or something in my mind, not realizing that it's way bigger than that. And, oh, yeah, yeah it, it's very popular, include, and, and they just keep having events and crossovers and stuff like that. Though with this and these legacy books and the Fresh Start stuff, especially here, uh, I hope that they stay away from crossovers and yeah. stuff for a while because they, they get really wonky. And when when we talk about this, the one thing that I'm hoping and what this seems to point out to me is that it seems like it's going to keep Venom in its own little deal, you know, on the side to be a Venom book and not, like I said, what that Mike Costa book ended up being the guest star of the month and, and everybody showing and up. And that year, year long plus uh, Venom nonsense, Venomverse. Yeah, Edge Venomverse, of Venomverse, Edge of Venomized. Venomverse, yep, Venomized. It's, and then with that, while that's going on, Venom Inc. and Poison X and yeah. all these things that they just kept going. And it, this was the hardest book to catch up on to get ready for the podcast that I've read so far. Venom was the hardest one because I'm there reading and then all of a sudden, I gotta go to Amazing Spider-Man. I gotta go off to this. I gotta go off to that. Also, some characters being thrown in that I wasn't aware of and things like that. 
But we're here with the fresh start, as Eric says. It is legacy number 166. I want to mention that. They have that on the cover. Uh, But it starts off, uh, Brandon, you start us off with what's going on in this book. Yeah, well, this is all even new to me as a pretty seasoned Venom fan because uh, they they keep digging into these uh, symbiotes past, you know, what what they were before they – I guess latched on to Spider-Man. I don't know if the, if he's even the first one to ever touch one at this point in time anymore. They're they're kind of making it fuzzy. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, telling you, not at yeah, this, this point. Is Depending on ancient. how this first nightmare dream of the symbiote goes, like this started actually getting my like. I actually started getting angry right away, and this, this is, is nothing I, to do I'm with, the with issue. you. I was just because I put that in my review. <laughs> well, we're just. It seems like all right. We're gonna do a fresh start where we completely remake the entire symbiote yeah. history and what it has to do with Earth and like. The way I see it, talking about, you know, where's Beowulf when this 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 thing is breaking down the doors at what seems to be like here at Hall dealing with freaking uh, King uh, Hrothgar, you know, and the whole Beowulf yeah, saga yeah. and then, you know, Big Mother and Grendel and stuff like that. It just makes me think that what we have going forward is going to bring, you know, Beowulf into this at some point because we're dealing with all this Beowulf mythology who is in the Marvel comics and, you know, bringing Big Mother, the mother of Grendel into the symbiote saga and possibly being the god of the symbiotes. Yeah. Yeah. And and here, here's my, my beef with it. Like that little blurb I read before, like these, these things, when they went to their planet, have no culture, no literature, none of that stuff. So how do you have a God? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you don't believe in anything. You don't read anything. You don't record anything. Well, where's this God come from? Yeah. And, and with that, Uh, when they show that at the beginning, when you get into it, when we get later where, uh, that military guy shows up and knows a lot about this stuff, even he, you know, it's a continuation of that when he says, like, do you know that you're the first? Do you know who the first? Do you know names and things like that? Uh, I do think with that, Donnie Cates is going to change a lot of the stuff Brandon that you were talking about when you did talk because a, a lot of the things that he was kind of asking and pointing out kind of lead more to it being more important or at least equal to the host than what you you know what you're used to that basically right. all of it's you know going forward all depends on what host it is this guy's kind of throwing out later when we get to it is kind of throwing out the idea that they are their own things and nobody's really it's a weird deal of almost like hey you never asked you know what's its name what's what temperatures is it right. like and things like that uh very odd but go on yeah yeah so so like we we got a game of thrones scene you know with, with the the characters of beowulf taking place here and, and they're trying to hold this barracks down from obviously this clintart or this symbiote trying to get in uh they, they have no luck uh they're all getting pulled out and sucked into I don't know, the heavens, this mouth. Uh, this mouth kind of thing. It's like it's weird because we just see the ooze slamming yeah. against this door, the symbiote itself. And that's when we get the first bit when we see inside the jaws looking out into the, all the people who have been trying to hold it back. Yeah. This first bit of alien dialogue, which we do find out by the end, is God is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, that's crazy. And that's another thing. It's just out of nowhere you get like this alien talk. Uh, looks cool, but yeah, we wouldn't know until the <laughs> end what it means. No. But yeah, it looks like it's good. they're going around. Who knows what clearing places for this god, whatever. Uh, but it is odd. But yeah, then we go and see what was going on because it's a dream, basically. Yeah, it's a dream that wakes uh, the the symbiote and Eddie up at the same time. Uh, you know, coincides with this huge lightning strike that hits the city. 
And Eddie's like, you know, trying to comfort the symbiote, basically uh, cuddle up to it and say, it's okay, the thunder, you Don't know, it's worry, no big baby, deal. You can't hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Shut right, up. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And, you know, the whole like psycho bit, bit of the whole symbiote starts so up. Middle of the night, got to start taking these antipsychotics of more yeah. regularly, I guess. Yeah, and, yeah, and, the, and the big thing is that it, this is something Eddie says. Like, I didn't know you could have nightmares. Like, this is weird. Like, I saw a nightmare through Superman. your deal. I know. And then the symbiote says, neither did we. And again, yeah. yeah, and then he's got to take. It's so funny when he takes these psychotics to calm him down. It's done really well with that with that fading. Yeah, this is a dialogue. scene, I guess, like. They they kind of shot almost uh, um, panel for panel in the movie that Donny Cates gave a shout out to okay. on Twitter at one point. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's funny too because when you're doing that again, going back to what led into this, uh, you did have Alchemex trying to find this cure, very similar to what he's doing these now. But it's, yeah, but take. it's not yeah, those pills. These seem to be it's more antipsychotic pills. Yeah, it's making funny to me, yeah. the whole like Alchemex has this whole pills. All you need are antipsychotic. Same thing. Yeah, oh, and Alchemex okay. was going through all sorts of problems trying to get this this well, supply, and then it was and destroyed, even, and this um, OD'd. She, yeah, Liz Allen mentioned yeah. it happened during the whole venom ink. She yes. got covered in the anti-venom, anti-venom, and that supposedly cured him. Yep, and he, he was didn't supposed need to be cured, anymore. didn't need him anymore, and the supply of the pills was destroyed uh, when yeah. Spider-Man pretty much dumped the shit all over everyone. But, uh, yeah, like a jackass. Yeah, like an idiot. <laughs> uh, but with that, yeah, these seem to just be antipsychotics and again this is where i think that donny cates is really he's changing stuff up we see it already and where i like that where i know brandon you don't because it is the same thing again it's not really the same thing to me but when you start the the fresh start fresh start when you when you're gonna try to get new people in you gotta uh, get wrong turn to uh, yes when you when you go and you're trying to get uh new people in and you want to go forward uh, I think that one of the better ways is, in my mind, when you're a writer and want to do something like this, because you don't want to alienate older readers, though it seems to have done a little with you, but you set up this mystery that I come into this and you, and from the first page, even when he's taking the antipsychotics, you get this mood and the tone, but also you get a story that... I don't know what the hell's going on, and we really don't right. by the end, but neither do you. No. So we're getting into this together, and it's something fresh. It is something yeah. fresh. It may not be the fresh that you want because right. maybe it's a little stale fresh. You yeah. know, you've I'm seen. Going, I'm going Marvel continuity kid yeah, over here. Yeah, you've seen you it before. And where <laughs> I, I mean, really, when we get something like this, because it really does seem as we go forward from here that Donny Cates is trying to evolve, change up the mythos of Venom seems very similar to over at DC when Jeff Johns did that with the Green Lantern Corps when he changed up the you know had all what Eric called the Skittle Lanterns all the different colors and things right. like that and people flipped out now the only thing I worry about is as we go forward with this I want to be invested in this. I want to learn about this, but is it going to go the standard deal where in a year and a half they're just going to change it back? And, you know, that sort of deal, I don't know. Uh, but continue. I, I didn't want to interrupt you too much. But yeah, he, he takes these antipsychotics, I'll say. And as it's going on, you, you, the symbiote's basically just telling yes. him he's just the Which worst stuff. Which isn't bad for the fresh start angle because now we know we're like, you know, where we stand with the character yeah. of Eddie Brock and the symbiote. You know, he takes these pills in order yes. to quiet down the psychotic nature yeah. of the alien and now he can still use like use it and yeah. have control over it without the idea i'm gonna rip everybody's throat yeah out. and with that right. if you have been reading and you jump into this it is a little bit of a jarring deal but 
He does show you right away because really at the end of the Mike Costa run, the symbiote and Eddie were kind of getting along pretty well. And he was learning. Uh, you had the idea that Eddie was teaching him to kind of be like you said, uh, Brandon. He was cured. Alchemex said they were cured and things like that. So right away, within a couple pages, that he Donny Cates is showing you well, that even, it has some problems. That. Well, even with that, it seems that, like, you know, if we go from that that series to this, where it seemed like, you know, Eddie Brock has cured him and the symbiote have perfect, you know, like, synchronicity in what they're doing. Yeah. We don't have to worry about this. Obviously, with what we're dealing with now is affecting the symbiote well, yeah. and making it and, and back it, to and what you it can was, go with something that. worse. Yeah, you can go yeah. with that. It's just, you know, it, it is kind of like, okay, here's what we're going. And you even have, he doesn't play around. It's not like New York. They, they don't even reference what happened before. This is a fresh start. Yeah. Just New York now. And, and you go forward, right. and yeah, and you can go with the idea that something is making them crazy, and it is, because this alien thing and, and whatnot is going on. Uh, but yeah, he gets a call, he hears that there's problems. Uh, the police radio. Yeah, the police radio, that, and he slips Jack Lantern and a bunch of his yeah. goons have been spotted going into a warehouse, yeah. all media backup requested, yeah, and when, oh, time to get my venom on. Yep, you go, and you go through the credits page. And then you go, and it is definitely to me the best page of the whole yeah, issue. Yeah, this page looks it's awesome. It's awesome. So good. It is so good. I actually got it, and on my phone, I'm like, Eric, look at this. You got to look at this. He can't see. And once he blew it up, yeah, a bunch I had of to times, blow it I was up. Able to see how I'm cool telling it you, was. I'm like, look at this, and he said, oh, that that's pretty cool, but it's all white. I had to blow it up so much it was just one of his <laughs> eyes. It's what Eric's like. That's a hell of a venom eye right there. But now it looks so good, and I'll, I'll say, I think that this. Overall, this issue looks great. Uh, yeah, me and Eric were talking uh, before. It does get a little bit towards the end, gets a little less, you know, great, but it's still overall. Detailed, yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. like, you know, the big panels, and even then there's like these big panels with really, you know, venom and stuff like that look great. Well, uh, I, you know, I'm just like, it feels like everyone at DC is now like kind of jacking the nine panel style, and it's just a, a, a breath of fresh yeah, air to, to have kind big of, panels. Like, Come in and, and see something different, like yep. not the same every page. Yeah. And- yeah, so and, and, once we get past to the old man from the military, I think it does, does kind of like, you know, go down in quality. Because, like, when you see Venom all, like, uh, aliened out and whatever we're dealing with, I'm going to just say Big Mother for now because that's my theory I'm working with. When he's all Big Mothered out, it's probably, the in my mind, the best-looking page yeah. of the book. Yeah, once we get past the, you know, like, you know, the mission that Eddie Brock has to go on and go down in the subterranean military base, I just think things are like, you know, we're too far away from the character to get any kind of detail. So everything just kind of yeah. seems like an outline. It still looks good, previously. but it's not as good. Yeah. But I agree with Brandon that, that he said that it actually is so nice to see, like, not even a full spread page. There's the one where you see that big thing where you see for Venom for the first time there, and it's it's a spread, but then it has a little panel on the bottom. Then the next page, you have uh, five panels. Then you have four. And it is a very good change-up, and that's the problem with a lot of that nine-panel layout, and even just the kind of layout that we're used to over at DC right now. It does it gets boring it tends to get yeah. boring and this this is nice but yeah venom and uh eddie heads they head over to get jack-o'-lantern who is setting up an arms deal with a bunch of guys yeah, this is like a new version of the yeah, jack yeah and this is like just some pussy kid kind of oh, yeah the last jack. time i saw jack lantern he was getting his head blown off in civil war like yeah Punisher. Yeah. yeah uh and then he came back in uh clone conspiracy okay. and died again 
Real quick. <laughs> he's just, he just secure. shows up to die. But yeah, he's there. Yeah. He's trying to sell he's a second rate green guy. Yeah, and he's trying to sell some like anti Spider Man uh weapon that you can end up uh using this weapon that gets rid of the Spidey sense, uh maybe tying in a little to Venom. Oh, who knows, like you said, it kinda reacts there, but he goes in, but he doesn't go in fully as Venom. He's just gonna sit there and he's taking pictures, though he seems to have been fired from his job of taking yeah. he's just there's a couple th- couple hiccups in this yeah like the whole job thing he's trying to maybe just sell the picture maybe freelance, yeah. i don't know because he's been then, like he says uh it, it, he makes it they go wishy-washy back and forth on if he's supposed to be fighting with it on because yeah. he's taking these psychotics yeah that's not, that and, that's what threw me off that's the biggest thing that threw me off in this issue because when he takes the psychotics he's in his house or his apartment bill and he he takes them and pretty much it seems to pretty much block venom out completely like you see him there's never a point where venom then becomes nice you know what i mean he's like rip you apart squeeze you to death from the inside fill your lungs he's he's awful and then he fades away i wish it would have been like that the psychotics actually made him like Eddie, I'm tired. Oh, you, you know, I can't do this. And uh, instead, it does seem to fade away. And it's only a couple panels later that he's yeah. again now talking to Venom and, and uh, the symbiote and actually trying to convince him not to kill people. Like, what happened? Is it the adrenaline that hit? Is it something that's going wonky with that? But it seemed like he was, and that is the biggest part of this issue that threw me off uh, because with that, Jack lantern kind of runs off. Eddie's taking pictures, though. Like we said, he's been fired from his job. I didn't think that it, maybe they, he's oh, maybe he's trying yeah, to sell him freelance. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, but, they even th- this wonkiness even comes back later uh, at the very end. We'll get there, but yeah, uh, and, he he even mentions and goes and brings it up. Yeah, you know, all yeah. on his own. And it's weird. And uh, where Jack Lantern, the police show up. Uh, you know, people go nuts. You have Jack Lantern running off, and then you know Eddie and and the symbiote Venom go down and confront him. And this kid even says, "Listen, I'm not really Jack Lantern. I just got this. But <laughs> shoot, I'm just, I'm just trying to make some money. Oh my goodness gracious! Worst thing ever for this kid. And it, it gets it's kind of, it's it gets like vicious. The, the good guy Ben Urich Green Goblin yeah. of the '90s as well. Where yeah. He just finds a costume and tries you out there, yeah. like, do stuff, even though he's terrible. Yeah. At it. And, and yeah. I just think he found these weapons and thought that he was up there and uh yeah, it gets it gets violent. In fact, uh, the symbiote then Venom just grabs him. The worst him thing and you can do in any horror puts movie puts his ever. fingers right into his oh, eye God. sockets. It's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, but then the police show up and shoot him, and he goes all alien. He, he the symbiote gets out, and and Venom yeah. is now all alien. He's talking in the alien tech. He's got that squirrel face. He's got you know red all over there. And when, I, when I first saw this, and he's yelling out this alien language, which he saw from ancient Denmark back in the beginning of yeah. the issue, we see him doing this. He's got that swirl face. He's got these, you know, red, you know, veins going throughout his black body. Yeah. And with that symbol, I'm like, does he have the Phoenix Force all of a sudden? What the yeah, hell? Happened? It looks crazy. Kind of like, you know, this oh, yeah, like does look a little different. Where, How where, did your eyes spot that? Yeah, yeah listen to him. It's Eric Shay. I zoom up hardcore, man. He, he sees <laughs> things. See this. It, How long it takes me to read a comic? It's like George Costanza I'm telling you, spotting dimes yeah, on the road. It's Eric Shay of the mind. He he ends up seeing things differently. He's the good doctor. He can see things just a little different. But yeah, that the police shoot him, and now at this point. 
uh, symbiote takes over and basically is going to get vicious. And now you have Eddie pleading with him uh, from behind, trying to get him to stop. These are, you know, innocent cops and things like that. And luckily for them and everybody else, an explosion goes off. And take it on, Eric. Tell us what happens then. Well, this guy who we – I don't think we ever get his name in this issue, but Rex. this military man – it's Rex. Okay. Oh, it's Rex. Okay, good. Well, Rex shoots a, uh, an explosive device inside of Venom's head and sets it off, creating a gigantic explosion, and I have no idea how – He's saying that those cops survived yeah. down there, or even jack-o'-lantern, because this explosion looks like a mini nuke between the alleyway. It looks like alleyway. a nuke, yeah. yeah. It, it's crazy, but apparently everybody survived, and uh, Eddie Brock wakes up tied to a chair where Rex is going to tell him that you don't know everything that you think yeah. you know about the Venom symbiote, and it sucks, too, because I was really hoping you were Flash Thompson, yeah. but I guess I have be- like And that's the coolest intel. thing. That's, that's the pretty cool thing where he goes, and even in the thing, he's like, Hey, come on. You're fine, Thompson. And he's like, well, Thompson, I'm not Flash Thompson. And it's a cool thing because this guy is a military guy, so that would lead him to want to get Flash Thompson, says he has old intel. One time and I burned Victor. Yeah, yeah, really. But go on there. I was really, I was really hoping it was some kind of like symbiote, like being ripped off that somehow scarred him. We don't really have the whole backstory on what's going yeah, on with man, Rex yeah. right now, but he, like, apparently after Project Reborn, which created Captain America, the uh, the government kept going, like what they're calling, you know, Project Reborn 2.0, where they were using the alien symbiotes in order to create super soldiers, like so we saw with Flash is Thompson. This, was this, this looks Vietnam-y to it me. It looks vietnam yeah, to me as well, but with how everything is, you know, enhanced in time for where we were, I always want to go, like, everything from the Vietnam War that I think is now the Iraq War. Yeah, but I, I would think that this is mind. Vietnam, definitely. It, it's older. It, it does seem you got a lot of trees and stuff like that. And now, that's the weird thing, because we're getting old, guys. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> And yeah. where, when I was growing up, if you oh. talked about war, it was always World War II, and now Vietnam is so far back now to what yeah. young readers are. Yeah, right. that's, it's, that's, it's a yeah. weird concept, too, because I, I can't tell you how old Rex is here, but he does say that he when, says, he's yeah. insi- when he was inside the Venom symbiote, when he had the uh, a, uh, not the Venom symbiote, but a symbiote of his own, that he stopped aging. Yeah. So he actually looks really good for his age, yeah. which I'm he telling you, Danny World War II for how this works then. Yeah. I, I, we're gonna, I think that he burned the symbiote off himself or something like that. Like that. It, it seems like something's going on. And yeah. Oh yeah, his name's Rex Strickland. Yep. You were right. Somehow I missed that for some reason. Yeah, and they, yeah. they had that super soldier program. And he says Flash Thompson wasn't the first one. Do you? And then starts asking him questions as if, you know, basically you think you know the symbiote. You yeah, you, you don't know shit. And even, even goes where you have the thing where Eddie Brock does always say like, oh, my other. And that throws him off a bit. And like, what? What'd you call that? Uh, I called it my other. Oh, that's a little different from what I'm used to because of the whole idea of what Eddie and the symbiote are. And also the idea of bonding, too, because for all these other symbiotes, for the most part, it seems like, okay, we're going to bond with somebody. We're going to use them up and move yeah. on. But this, you know, the Venom symbiote just doesn't like it doesn't bond necessarily. It has its own thing yeah. where it does it like sometimes it wants to bond. I've seen I think we've seen Venom before. Where he did bond at one point with the like you know with Eddie completely and he stopped saying we and said I instead yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a big thing. But, uh, but that's they, the whole they, thing where I always want to go back to their strongest host too. So like it, he gets in the vicinity of Spider Man, it doesn't yeah. really happen much anymore. But it always tries to go back to Spider Man and and in Venom Inc. it it split itself between yeah. uh, Flash, Flash and, and, and Eddie. Eddie. Yep. So uh, the thing is, with the way that uh, you know Eddie is with the symbiote, I don't know if these other like military agents who became symbiote agents or whatnot 
were completely bonded with their symbiote. Or they bonded too long, and it did that whole deal. And, it and, caused and, crazy caused, yeah. and yeah. with that, I actually think that by the time that this wrecks, you know, he has a plan there, but I actually think he's got eyes on uh, the Venom symbiote. I, I think that he's going to try to get it at some point. Uh, that's just my theory. Uh, but as you go, he says, you know, he, and he even says, like we said, he's throwing shit out there and says, I, I forgot. It's the standard. I've, I've forgotten, forgotten more about than you'll about even know. Symbiote. And you have, yeah, and he, uh, Eddie's like, you know, the fuck, no, what the fuck are you talking Go about? Spit, and Eddie, he, listen here, what's its name? And then that's where Eddie's just taken aback, and he's just like, I didn't think. And he's like, how about this? How old is it? What is it like to eat? Ideal temperature. What is it like to eat, people? Do you know how many others it's been bonded to? I mean, before it came to this planet, does it even prefer humans? Do you know if you age? I mean, there's a lot of shit that he's throwing at Eddie that pretty yeah. much just leaves him, you know, kind of shit speechless. Shit I never about even it. really thought yeah, about, yeah. to be honest and, with and with that, you know... I just, don't, I just don't want it to be psychotic. That's what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> I, I just want to think that it's going to go where we're going to get seven issues where he, the symbiote's almost going to tell him its name. Oh, by the way, my name is, and then they're going to get attacked Tell again. Us. I'm going to be like, Jesus Christ, here we go again. Or it's just going to be yeah, its name is, us. my name's Ken. It'll be something like that. Timmy. So, you know, but yeah. It, my name's Eddie, too. Yeah, 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 really. Eddie, <laughs> funny. Wouldn't the Eddie. show's name just be Venom? Yeah, I know. my name's Brock Eddie. See, that's why we pick. <laughs> We're mirror image. Uh, but yeah, he talks about this whole, you know, company that he was in, this military group that they ended up making these soldiers with, the symbiotes, and a lot of them went nuts, except for him. He actually got away. Well, too many missions yeah. got themselves permanently bonded yeah. with these aliens. And now the big and, well, thing. the government didn't have so much use for him after that, so they went insane and they locked him away. Yeah, and with that, this ties into a lot of what's been going on where they have been locked away. Um, but with S.H.I.E.L.D. disbanded, uh, they're getting rid of a lot of their shit, and this just Some is, this is the shit. Like, I mean, they're going to exactly, destroy this. Getting they, yeah. loaded away. Yeah, and we've seen this it in a bunch of books. This has been the plot of a yes. lot of individual I was going to say, we've seen lately. so <laughs> many of this where it's somebody going to get something, and this is going there, and you got to grab it before they do, and this is, you know, the Annie's a little more up because it is you know it's humans uh but that's what they're gonna do and eddie agrees the eddie's not enough up i guess because we have to up the eddie even more with this whole you know the, the god is coming alien yeah, yeah. thing where you know things are crazy even on top of this whole idea that we got good you know military men down here who are gonna get destroyed if we don't do something okay that's not enough let's up the eddie some more yeah, and it's even funny the way they up the Eddie because this whole thing with the government project and things kind of does come to an head here uh they do he, yeah donnie does not well, Donny Cates does not waste time with it because uh, they no. go. They go to stop this convoy of these guys being transferred to where they're pretty much – I don't know why they just can't throw them in a furnace where they are. They have to transfer yeah. them to they another just site. They burn everything. Yeah, they, burn, they have to take them to another site. Uh, and you have the whole plan, and the plan is basically Eddie – Stand there while the trucks are coming, turn in the venom, and then crush the trucks. And when Take they do, on, yeah, and yeah. when they did, it's awesome. That art is incredible. Yeah, that page is sweet. That so truck good. I thought had teeth. I did at too. First. I'm like, oh, did the yeah, truck? I'm like, oh my god, venom. it's a venom truck, <laughs> and then it just blows up. Uh, you know, and shit's gone wrong. But then you see that the suits open. You know, you have the the truck open up, and these other symbiotes come out. These other, you know, these military guys that they are trying to get, and they. are 
are the alien they the crazy deal. Swirl yeah, they have the alien like swirl that. face. They don't deal. seem to have the same weaknesses Venom has no, either. No, like, they're in this fire, and he's he's cowering from. Yeah, it. and that was actually a problem I had for a bit because I'm like, you know, what are we doing with now? Because they're like, we have fire all around, and Venom or these things don't really seem to respond to it that much. I think that yeah. my only thing is that I think maybe we're seeing that they are even the symbiotes with them. They've gone. They're crazy, Eddie. They're insane. I, I think oh, that yeah. they have been around too long. They've been bonded to the same thing. They've gone insane. The way and too yeah, long. I think that maybe he is even trying to show that that they don't even have any feelings or reactions to it because they just walk yeah. out. They're all on fire. And uh, yeah, you know, they are gray meat at Aldi at this. Point. Yes, they that's are what they are. Players. Which means that <laughs> means dinner at the Werners is what they are. <laughs> that means dinner t- two weeks from now. I buy the gray meat. Then has to sit a little longer, uh, but yeah, and then I have to cook it quick so that the kids don't see that it was gray. But yeah, you have these things come out, and that's the problem. The biggest problem is then the symbiote abandons Eddie. It takes it off. It just leaves yeah. him straight yeah, up. And at first, off. I yeah. thought it was just that he was scared of these things because when it leaves, he starts speaking this alien language, yeah. but in like his normal black font, while the others are doing it in a red font. But like it leaves uh, later on. He, like we do, dis- yeah. we do discover that. It, it was forced, was forced to, to. He had no choice. Yeah, it forced them. The, the symbiotes forced Venom to, you know, bail, and then they attack Eddie, you know, as Eddie. And Eddie, you know, and, and Eddie, Eddie's yeah. a hero here. He's like, fuck it, I don't have Venom. Eddie's a fuck dummy. It. I, what is he going to do? He's, he's there with... He ran the wrong way. I'm he telling you, though, concussion. there's zombie freaking, you know, Venom symbiote things. He just goes for him, and they do. They impale him, and then he just falls down, and that's where the symbiote comes back. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, Venom. Thanks a lot, buddy. He comes out. Don't die. How about three panels before? You should have been there to help me, you son of a bitch. Uh, but with that, that ties into all of the symbiotes leave. The soldiers, they are old. And it's another weird deal where I don't know how or if it will be explained. But, you you know, you had Rex who said when you have the symbiote, it doesn't let you age. These guys look old. These guys look like dead zombies yeah. and things like that coming off. So it, well, it's almost like the whole classic whole thing as I remember. Remembered it though with the symbiotes where they just used up their host yeah. and then moved on and did and actually yeah. like, you know left the venom symbiote on battle world because it didn't do the thing it was supposed to. Yeah, maybe we'll find out that something was tweaked. Whatever I they confused did. Confused by this ending though too though like uh, so this this creature starts screaming. Yeah. Do these creatures go to that? scream or do they just disintegrate from I think they just fall I think they even say that they're you know they're dying they they're they're dead they fall like Eric said I think that when the symbiotes left them they were just like "Ah," and then they they aged like they were in the last crusade and and end up just dying (laughs) they chose poorly yeah they did choose poorly and with that you do get the scream and then you have what Eric will talk about as his theory because at the end the thing is I don't understand because we come out we we kill you know stab Eddie Brock and then all of these soldier venom like our symbiotes they walk back into the cargo container where there's just a bright flash the bodies pour out as freaking mummies yeah and then we have you know the the ground starts like you know being cracked up around and then a giant hole where this dragon erupts from underneath that is flying that through new york in, be, in a thunderstorm seems to be the god because they are and that's, saying yes, that because yes. we do find out as eddie's laying there dying you know what is this language saying it's it's so old eddie it's it's hard to describe but essentially it's God is coming, yeah, God is and coming. then we see this dragon erupt, and I have to imagine, you know, from what we had in the beginning with, you know, talking about Beowulf, you know, talking about Big Mother, the mother of Grendel, because one of Big Mother's other forms is a red dragon yeah. like this, and because we don't see the white swirl of the face, because we only see the back of it, 
I, I have to think that this is the cliffhanger that Big Mother is somehow going to be tied into the yeah, symbiote. Yeah, you, you see this big dragon, maybe, you know, a dragon lady. I mean, it looks like it, it's got a body there, to, you know, flying off. And it is weird. And, and when I saw that, I'm like, okay, not the Phoenix Force. Yeah, and it is weird just. As a number one issue, it really is odd to kind of tie into that. And that's one of my big things because we'll, we'll talk about now the ending. I think the art's really good. Like we said, it does, yeah, it, it has great. really awesome panels and then good panels, you know, and, and in between, whatever. Yeah, there's nothing there's that's, nothing like that's bad. bad. No, like it that. looks no. great overall. I would say that I would just say if somebody. Eddie looks like a dirty, grungy dude. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's uh, been <laughs> listening to a lot of uh, grunge music and things like that. He's an old guy. But uh, with that, it's a weird number one. I'm not a Venom guy. I told you that. I did read a lot of Venom leading up to this. It did not make me a Venom guy. And reading this first issue, I like it. I do like it. I like the idea of it being very dark, uh, very much a horror deal. I'm very interested to see what's going on with this Rex. Uh, you also have – there's a lot being thrown at you. There really is. Uh, but I can't say that this is making me a Venom guy yet. I think that I have to sit and wait, see how this goes. Now, Donny Cates, I have a lot of faith in him. Most of what I've read from him, even stuff that wasn't Marvel, I have loved. So I think, but this is a weird start to have a fresh start and have something that's so tied in to so many different things that I think by the end, I still have to have like a wait and see, you know, if I'm going to yeah. stick with this. I said, I think that if I was actually just buying things and Venom would never have been the book that I would have said, oh, fresh start. I got to get on on the Venom. So I think that maybe they're crazy like a fox putting it as the second <laughs> book. This is such a weird deal where we were getting the lineup. And I said to Brandon, like, what's the lineup? Oh, Avengers starts it. Obviously, you yeah, have that Avengers number one that we talked about last week. And that seems like the perfect thing for a fresh start. You have the Avengers. Then I'm expecting, like, the next one be, you know, Iron Man. And then maybe yeah, because yeah, of the deal, something. Doctor Strange, Black, Black Panther. Panther, all the – Venom, the second one, just threw me off, but maybe that was the point. Maybe they wanted to get this going, but again, it seems like Venom sells, but for, they're obviously trying to get people like me involved, somebody who hasn't read, you know, Marvel before and get on. So reading this, I'm intrigued, but I'm not fully sold yet, but I still have to give it an eight out of ten because I did like what we got. It's just, I think that I would rather, if I was reading these and, and buying them and just a guy doing it, I think I would probably wait for the first trade of this buy yeah. the first trade read it all at once and see what's going on but i i think that everything i i read i like uh it's just a tough sell for me not being a spider-man guy not having much of a history with venom but uh what about you brendan yeah i mean i am a huge spider-man venom guy and and uh this does you know throw a lot of new venom concepts at you uh right out of the gate that i'm still trying to digest and see how i i feel about yeah. i know i don't like uh, if they're trying to disconnect, you know, its basic uh, origins from Spider-Man, I, I I love that origin. You know, that that's the one I grew up with. I don't want yeah. that gone. Uh, so so that you know hurts my feelings a little bit. But other than that, we're you know, nostalgic fanboys. We can't yeah. Help it. <laughs> yeah, it seems it really, like he wants really to expand that. Not to, you know. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, but like, you know, if, if these symbiotes are down here on Earth in the 60s, that, that ruins the Spider-Man yeah. origin to me a little bit. Now, that's, um, yeah, the weird thing is, is with that, it's, it's a weird deal calling it out because they were here, it seemed, but it was part of that project. So I, I don't know how that's going to tie in. Like, it wasn't, you know, classic deal. You know, it seems like it was forced on. It didn't work. I don't know. I, you know, I have no idea yeah. what's going to go on. Well, but, I'll say, well, before we get it right now, the, the symbiote's been around since ancient Denmark. Yeah, so yeah. Who knows? what's going on yeah <laughs> yeah i know i know and and that's maybe it's first appearance on on earth you know yeah, it yeah. probably even precedes that so uh you know i'm still trying to take all that in but i do like some of the things he's throwing out there and i do like the way it looks i'm not you know much lower from you i gave it a seven on the site so okay. i'll stick by a yeah. seven until i see how it all plays out and, and you know it can go up from there how about you are I'm right there with Brandon with a 7 out of 10 for this one because while the book looks great and I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing with Eddie Brock, the, the thing is I can't get past my own theories just because I'm on a nutcase, a lunatic. Yeah. But, like, if you go and you do take, you know, make this whole new origin for the symbiotes on Earth and whatnot, it just does kind of make me angry because of that nostalgic fanboy that part of me that I have that I can't get rid of. And I don't know if right now – I'm still interested in where the series is going to go. I want to see what's going on with Rex and, you know, the whole, you know, uh, symbiote, like, rebirth 2.0 thing we had going on in Vietnam or whenever it was. But right now, it just does not hit as hard as I was hoping it would for Venom number one. But I still enjoyed the most of it, and I look forward to seeing what we get next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to finish up tonight. Uh, with just a really quick deal, we, we decided we were going to talk about the Amazing Spider-Man Free Comic Book Day story uh, just really quick uh, because you know, Brandon asked if we, we wanted to do that. I said, fine. Uh, and again, I already said I'm not much of a Spider-Man guy. Uh, so going into this and going into this fresh start, Eric, give me give me a little fresh start there. Fresh start. <laughs> is what <laughs> basically it's my hope and dream. That I'll be able to be a Spider-Man guy. And it's not that I, I don't so. like Spider-Man. It's just I didn't really ever have a lot of, you know, time reading Spider-Man. I've never really read much of Spider-Man books. Really, the most I've read of Spider- Spider-Man has been getting ready for Venom, where they had the crossovers <laughs> in the Venom Inc. deal. So, and, and I did yeah, actually. That's not the best And, way to and do you know it what? Either, I, really. That's not even true because I did go back, uh, starting at the legacy with the fall of Peter Parker. And I also read a little before that and stuff like that uh with Dan Slott stuff but um how you're keeping me up yeah I was and yeah with Parker yep, so I I have been reading a Which little I don't appreciate going into this free comic yeah thing, so but. I <laughs> wanted to see you know what's going to be coming up and again Nick Spencer is writing it and I only know things right now from just hearing random people talk on on Twitter online people in the get fresh crew beep boo and stuff boop, like boop. that and I did I Everything that I thought I've heard about Nick Spencer was positive, so I was really looking forward to this. And I get it. I get it. I'm going to look through it. And I didn't like it. And I know Brandon said the same. Eric likes it a little more as we go through this. Yeah. But I didn't like the look of this. I actually really didn't like the – it's not the tone. The tone to me is what I know of Spider-Man, what little I know. The tone is okay. 
but the jokes are so over the top and are cringe, <laughs> cringy jokes to me. And I, I really thought this was just Nick Spencer doing this, you know, free comic day and really trying to, you know, make everybody side splitting laugh, you know, laugh out loud and stuff like that. I hope that once the book comes out, he, he can dial that back a uh, little. E- even saying that a bit, I actually think they were supposed to be this over the top, not funny thing, because I think you're supposed to relate to what the villains of this issue say, where they, they don't think it's funny. Even Spider-Man has, look, they can't all be zingers. Come yeah, on. Give me a break. Just, I, I, I really think day. that that's part of his joke. That's his wink, wink joke. It just, I, I just didn't like it. But Brandon. <laughs> I know. I'm with yeah. there on the, on the humor wise. Like there wasn't. There, there were actually points in time I took my eyes off the page to roll yeah, them yeah. when I read some of these yeah, goddamn jokes I, I just, in this book. And, and Brandon, tell us the story. It's a very quick story. Yeah, it, it goes really fast. Like it kicks off with a brief origin, in case you didn't know how Spider-Man, you know, came to his powers. Uh, and then it, he's off looking for another new apartment. Uh, this time, he's got a roommate along with him. Um, what's his name? Yeah, Randy. Randy. Yeah, Randy Thompson, Randy Robbie's son. Um. So yeah, that uh, this is uh, technically his boss's son because yeah. he works at the Bugle again. Yeah. So they're as the science running. editor. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yep. telling you, I'm telling you right science away, editor. like uh, Jim has been trying to keep. Oh, up I told him about the science editor thing. And he, exactly. He was like, you know, the rise and fall of Peter Parker out in his own private industry and stuff like that. And now he's had to revert back to being poor and going back to the planet and stuff like that. And even just having the idea that he has to have a roommate and Randy Robertson, I'm like. You know what? That's a cool aspect. Even get to the point where Wilson Fisk is the mayor of New York. I haven't been reading. So what they're doing right here for the fresh start is, to fill yeah. me in with things I need to know, for me, it works really well in that angle. And, and we talked yeah, about this. The free comic book day, it's going to try to get you, you know, to make people look and be, uh, you know, oh, my God, Kingpin's the mayor of New York. Like, there are a couple of those moments. I just don't – after the end of it, I just don't see somebody reading this and being like, man, I got to get a, a hold of that first issue of Amazing Spider-Man. It's just, it just seemed odd because, number one – even with my little bit, yeah, he has a roommate and things like that, but it just it didn't seem fresh. And it, or does he have two? Oh, roommates well, he does too. by the end. Yeah. And even that is like yeah. the most cliche comic book thing you ever have. I mean, we have as Spider Man turned into Batgirl for crying out loud. Well, I, here, here, I just don't want to deal with goddamn Spider Man trying to sneak no, out of the apartment. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. Like, we're way past that point in Spider Man's career. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, he has to hide his identity like, from like two legacy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's kind of going nah. back to the start where now he does have to like be more secretive than he's used to being yeah, for a yeah, long time is, now. This would be like if Batman started Rebirth and he's just getting his ass kicked every issue because he don't know how to yeah, fight. Well, you know what I'm with saying? That, it's a little like that. It's funny because we're talking to Eric Shea here, who I know for a fact, <laughs> Eric loves to have the comic where the freaking superhero has a job working at a diner cleaning. I like cle- it, do I He like likes it. cleaning, you know, the, the superhero. Yeah, this big superhero, he's cleaning dishes at a diner. I hate it. it it's just, a, it's a long way it from is a speed living bump. with, like, a girlfriend yeah. who knows your fucking uh, like, identity. I'm telling you, it's you a speed bump, bump you know? to yeah. get to your stories, and I, it always ends up with the same cliched thing which we get the cliched thing at the end of this because, you know, as you go, go on, Brandon, with the, the big fight that happens. Yeah, so he, he gets called off to business. He, he he scoots from apartment hunting. He runs into the latest situation going down, which is Boomerang, Female Electro, Rhino, and Big Fucking Wheel uh, riding through the town. Why didn't they give the bag to Big Wheel and just let him take off? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> nah, they, do they, don't, they don't want to but, do uh, the, Boomerang ain't like going to that bag. 
they're they're riding through town and spider-man ends up you know stopping them catching everybody but he's he's stuck holding big wheel uh or it's gonna you know crush this lady and her baby it's the worst part of the issue for me because i seen the skirt of the issue where we have these foes that he's facing big wheel has been you know shocked by electro and it's out of control now it's going right for a diner spider-man has to web sling like you know grab a hold of it and hold on to the web so it doesn't crush this thing and then he, like the rest of the villains are going to go to take him out and he's looking right, for a little yeah. help all of a sudden there's a flashbang where we see kingpin and a bunch of the police show up yeah. And they're going to take control of the situation. But for some reason, Spider-Man does not have to hold onto the webbings anymore to well, make sure it, that it's big love to keep Spider-Man going. even goes flying from the fucking flashback. Yeah. So are we left to think that everybody in this diner is dead now? Yeah. And, and I didn't even mention two pissed. panels earlier when Rhino gets the goddamn car stuck into his head. He runs it right into Boomerang, yeah. into a side of a building who should be fucking dead. Yeah. That dude is dead. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, Kingpin talks to Spider-Man. This big wheel stopped somehow, and uh, Kingpin has a hero problem. He, there's not supposed to be any heroes in the city, so Spider-Man thinks he's screwed. But Kingpin thanks him for for saving the lives uh, and lets him kind of skedaddle out of t- out of town without being in trouble. But he gets to keep this glowing bag of shit he's super interested in. Man. It seems uh, right now it's like Pulp Fiction where he just opens up the bag and we just see a glow yeah. and that's it. But Boomerang gets away with some other stuff apparently and he takes off. So I guess we're left to believe that possibly Kingpin hired them to do this. And now, you know, he's, he's got to arrest yeah. the villains while Boomerang gets away. Yeah. yeah, Boomerang gets away on his Jetarang. He didn't you miss that joke. <laughs> oh, my fucking. God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the Jetarang. Issue, issue, yes. <laughs> The issue concludes with uh, Peter hunting for apartments again with with uh, Randy, and they, they find, find this you know badass joint, and they're like, "How can we afford this?" And they introduce three Peter rooms. to his new roommate, who's Boomerang. Boomerang. Yep, so, there you go. There go. Boomerang. But yeah, I, I thought that it was I think just the jokes and whatever. We'll see how it goes. Uh it just threw me off a little. I like I, I was with Brent and I was rolling my eyes a bit and uh just yeah. like, all right, and then I hear uh through people, then a lot of people don't like Nick Spencer, and then I well, okay. I could see a little, but Eric liked a little more. I don't there's not yeah. even enough to really give a score. Uh you know, there, it's so little, but yeah. I gave it a four. Yeah, I would probably give it a, a six, uh just to be positive to see yeah. what's going on. But, my biggest problem with this was the uh, the big wheel just kind of disappearing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. but yeah. big wheel was my big problem. Yeah, that was your too. big problem. I just <laughs> I awesome. I hate the idea of that cliche of the uh, the character's villain also being the roommate. Uh, and it really, dun, dun, yeah, dun. really that we've seen that how many times? But that's it. That's the well, podcast. It, my last thing okay. is it just feels like they always want to send Spider Man back to being twenty two yeah. and just out of college yeah. and. It's a, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've read You've had that, enough so. of that. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. I'll like it a little more because I haven't had enough of that. Spider-Man. Yeah. Just That's right. That I want him to be miserable. with his yes. wife screaming That'd at him. That'd be nice. Yeah, then I can relate. That's the worst part, though. I actually wanted this issue to be a gigantic info dump to catch me up on everything that's happened since brand new day because once that yeah. happened. All this, the like the continuity that I ever knew seemed to be out the goddamn window. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm done. Well, with if you Man want that, Eric, you can continue on in this and read all about Guardians of the Galaxy because that is an info dump afterwards that we won't even talk yeah, about. It just basically gets you up to speed with what's going on I there. Need to know what's uh, going but yeah, you can do that. But yeah, that's the podcast. That is the podcast. Yeah. And uh, thanks nice. everybody for listening to us. Uh, next week we'll be back again on Monday. Or every Monday, uh, and it's Avengers number.
number two. So we go back to the Congrats. Avengers uh, and do that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. See how that goes yeah, on. I want some. I want some. A lot of. Uh, BC Avengers. Yeah, that's what yeah. I <laughs> So we're going to do that. And uh, as we said before, you could go to our Twitter. i got to get my notes again. You can go to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics, uh, where I'm Podbean at Weird Science, MarvelComics.podbean.com. And we are on iTunes, wherever you get this podcast and listen to it. Again, if you want to rate and review it, that'd be awesome. Uh, but that's about it. That's it for the night. Uh, what do you say at the end, Eric? That's it for this episode of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Until next time, make mine fresh stars. Oh, there it is.